The Blood Flow Restriction Podcast is brought to you by Saga, a world leader in innovative BFR technology. For more information on our Bluetooth-enabled auto-calibrating BFR cuffs, head over to our website at saga.fitness. And if you'd like to pick up a set for yourself, you can save 20% with the discount code BFRPODCAST. Does cuff width matter in BFR training? That is the topic of today's episode slash video. Uh, and the short answer is yes, it does matter. We've seen a pretty broad range work in the literature, everything from about three centimeters wide all the way into 18 centimeters wide, massive cuff. Uh, and we've seen success with just about every range. That said, there's some nuances that affect uh, the performance potentially of your session, things like limb occlusion pressure, uh, so today, the topics at hand, we're going to get into, does a wide or narrow cuff require more pressure to reach limb occlusion pressure? We'll go into cuff width's impact on muscle growth, perceived exertion, and things like blood pressure. And then most importantly, we'll get into, you know, what does this mean for you, the listener? What is the application here? So as far as how cuff width plays into LOP, we know we're very certain that wider cuffs require less pressure to completely occlude the limb. The mechanism is a bit unclear here, but it's probably due to accumulation of frictional resistance, uh, which just eliminates the blood flow without the need to totally collapse the artery. That's the current understanding. Mechanism aside, we're very we're very sure through several uh, through a lot of direct literature that that wider cuffs do require less pressure. This was first explored by Crenshaw et al. in 1988. Uh, this study was done on human cadavers, and they, they noticed that wider cuffs just transmit pressure differently through our soft tissues than narrower cuffs do, and it, it consistently, uh, the wider cuffs required less pressure than the, than the narrow cuffs did to reach limb occlusion. Then there's more direct literature on blood flow restriction specifically. These were done not on cadavers, but on live subjects. Uh, J.P. Lenicky, you'll definitely, you'll hear his name a ton if you're, if you're looking at BFR literature. Uh, 2011, there's a study where uh, they took 116 subjects. This was a lower limb study, and they compared a 13 and a half centimeter versus a five centimeter cuff. Uh, and what we saw was about an average of 100 millimeter mercury difference in required pressure to reach limb occlusion pressure between the wide and the narrow cuff. So millimeters of mercury, this is just a, a unit measurement of pressure. So you'll hear that referenced a lot when we're on the topic of BFR. The wild thing is in this study with J.P. Lenicky. There were 43 patients that didn't even reach limb occlusion pressure with the five centimeter cuff. So they, they decided to cut off pressure at 300 millimeters of mercury. So if, if, if the subject required more than 300 millimeters of mercury, they just didn't bother to exceed. Uh, presumably, they didn't want to risk any soft tissue injuries. Uh, so there's 43 patients that obviously the pressure required was greater uh, than 300 millimeters of mercury. But every single patient except for one, which... There's a couple of reasons this could be the case, but most likely just an anomaly. Uh, every single patient except for one had a higher limb occlusion pressure with a narrow cuff. There's a direct quote from this study from the authors. Further, this study shows quantitatively for the first time that restrictive cuff pressure should be based on the width of the cuff and confirms that thigh conference is the largest determinant of arterial occlusion pressure. We've done a whole separate episode about thigh circumference and how that plays into limb occlusion pressure. It's a huge factor, uh, but separate topic. The topic for today is cuff width. That study, the subjects were in the supine position, uh, but there's a study from several years later, Weatherholt 2019. This was a bit smaller sample size, but 29 participants, uh, and they compared Delphi versus Katsu. Again, Katsus are those five centimeter cuffs. 
uh, where Delphi is about 11 and a half centimeters. Same thing. Uh, LOP was was significantly higher for for all patients with the five centimeter cuff. Interestingly, they had a, a 500 millimeter mercury cutoff point here. And from this sample size, the subjects actually exceeded that pressure. They were in a standing position, which could have had an impact here. There, there were probably other factors at play. Uh, but again, this just is a clear display of uh, if you have a very narrow cuff, you're going to need significantly high pressures to reach limb occlusion, despite the position that you might be taking this measurement in. The take home message here is that we can see consistently in the literature wider cuffs requiring a lot less pressure to reach limb occlusion. So how does this affect you in terms of muscle growth? Uh, the consensus here is a little bit less clear. A lot of people... Brief pause. If you're enjoying the BFR podcast and want to learn more about BFR training, we've put together a free BFR ebook for you. The comprehensive guide to BFR training covers everything from basics of BFR physiology to benefits, protocols, research reviews, and more. You can find a link to download it in the show notes or directly on our site at saga.fitness. All right, let's get back to the show. People will reference a 2010 study by Kassen, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right, by Kassen et al., where they noticed a little bit less muscle growth at the site of the cuff. That said, this was one study with 10 subjects, really small sample size. And they, they used a 13 and a half centimeter cuff at 230 millimeters of mercury. So really wide cuff, fairly high pressures. Um, and again, only one study with 10 subjects. So we can't really read too much into that, but it's something to, to, to consider. Maybe we can look into maybe future research can kind of diagnose that a bit more. A few years later, JP Lenicky, his study, the, the five centimeter versus 13 centimeter cuffs uh, at the same exact pressure. Uh, they did a 30-15-15-15 protocol with knee extensions, pretty common. And they noticed that the wide group, just the, the wide cuff group could not sustain the same volume as the narrow cuff group. So obviously this is, they, the wider cuff group would be training at a at much higher arterial occlusion percentage. Uh, so they had a, a much greater RPE, rate of perceived exertion. Uh, they also had higher blood pressure in the wider cuff group, but this again is probably not directly attributed to the width of the cuff and just the fact that they were training at a higher arterial occlusion percentage. So the, the training session was just more difficult. They had less blood flow into the limb and probably a greater impact on a, a relative decrease in stroke volume, which we know can cause your heart rate to raise a little bit higher uh, to compensate, which naturally could cause your blood pressure to go up a bit. Not a huge concern, just just a matter of the workout being a bit more difficult uh, with the wider cuffs since they were applying the same exact pressure. That said, heart rate and blood pressure returned completely back to baseline within 15 minutes of the session. Same thing as the narrow cuff group. So no real long-term concerns there. As far as comfortability goes, this is a bit more subjective, but just in looking at the literature, subjects tend to not prefer extra wide cuffs. So anytime you know, you've got 13 centimeters plus, you get more reports of discomfort, greater rate of perceived exertion, which again, could just be that, you know, that the subjects would have been training at a higher occlusion percentage. But we've seen this with Fallon et al, a 2011 study on a treadmill where they compared a 12 versus 17 centimeter cuff. 17 is a massive cuff and about 63% preferred that narrower cuff. So where this leaves us is, you could think about the goal is having a combination of the least movement impairment with the least pressure required. So where's that sweet spot where the cuff's not so narrow that we need a massive amount of pressure to reach limb occlusion, but it's not so wide 
that it starts to kind of impair our movements and provide a bit of discomfort. And that's probably unique to each person. But again, seems like once you get over 13 inches uh, from what we've seen in the literature, that's where people start reporting kind of discomfort or dissatisfaction with the width of the cuff. Something like 7 to 12 or 13 centimeters is probably ideal. So just think about avoiding the top and the bottom end of the, the ranges there. You go too wide, it's generally uncomfortable. And again, it may, big caveat, may impair muscle growth at the side of the cuff. Uh, and then too narrow, it, it can prevent you from even getting a limb occlusion pressure. Um, and it also can just require excessively high pressures, which again, the more pressure you apply, the greater risk you are for some sort of soft tissue injury, nerve injury. Um, again, those are the very low risk in the world of BFR, but it's something to consider. Uh, and if you're applying, you know, four or 500 millimeters of mercury, uh, you could be a little bit closer towards um, that threshold. So that's it. To wrap up, wider cuffs require less pressure. Uh, so try to find somewhere in that sweet spot where you don't have restricted movement because it's so wide, but you also uh, don't require a massive amount of pressure to reach limb occlusion. And somewhere around 7 to 13 centimeters is pretty ideal. And most importantly, just make sure that whatever you do is repeatable. Uh, so if you, if you find that your limb occlusion pressure is somewhere around 200 millimeters of mercury and you want to continue training at that pressure, understand that if you change the width of the cuff, uh, the limb occlusion pressure will most likely change as well. But that's all for this episode. Get after it. Enjoy your BFR training and we will see you very soon for the next episode.